Good morning. I'll try it again. Good morning again. Well, thank you. I, I, I'm pretty certain that we could probably have full of, fill a whole Sunday service just saying, hey, let's just stand in here and fellowship with each other, and people would walk away and say, hey, that was a lot of fun. It's always fun to get a chance to uh, visit with each other. I do have a few uh, announcements that... Uh, <laughs> that need to, need to be made, and I'm I'm looking at uh, the, the first one, and I, I Shauna came up with with one for me, and I wrote down Laura, so I can't tell the mother and daughter apart. But um, Shauna wanted me to let you know that the senior high is going to be picking up trash and having a pizza party. It's going to be backwards of what the um, the bulletin says. We're going to pick up trash first, and then do the pizza because of the pending rain so we can hopefully be picking up trash or the senior high can be picking up trash while it's still a little bit dry. Um, you might also notice that the junior high have a Halloween party today at the Fogarty's house. Can we see how many are, how many are going to, how many of the junior highs are going to the uh, uh, pumpkin party? I don't see any junior highs in here. <laughs> uh, hopefully you don't have too many pumpkins there. Miles is rather dangerous with a knife. Yeah. I also want to draw your attention to your uh, one insert in our business meeting about tonight's class. The Blessing Companion class will be tonight at 630. Um, it wasn't there last week, but I understand that it was a, a very uh, good event from talking to people who were there, and I'm planning on being there tonight. So I hope to see you all there tonight, at, to, right here tonight at 630, uh, and it will be for each of the Sundays as we are preparing for our congregational blessing. It will be kind of walking through our blessing companion and that preparation. So hopefully um, many of you or all of you can be here tonight at, at 630. Mary has a, an announcement regarding choir, so. Good morning. Um, just to let you know that um, preparation for both the congregational blessing and for the Advent season is underway. Um, the choir is being asked to sing um, for the congregational blessing, which I hope you know is November 18th. So we're going to start uh, rehearsing November 4th. Um, that'll be our first rehearsal, which um, also is the start of um, standard time. So you don't have to get up quite as early to um, be part of the choir. Um, and then we'll segue from preparing for the Congregational Blessing Song with the orchestra to um, preparing for the Advent season also. So November 4th, and I'll send out emails, but just wanted you to mark your calendars now. November 4th is the start of our choir um, and orchestra rehearsals for the Congregational Blessing and for Advent. So thank you. Thank you, Mary. We also have uh, the excess Panera bread is in the uh, multi-purpose rooms, so that that is there, and the donations for that all go to the Center of Hope. Um, Want to also draw your attention to uh, an event. Uh, Ben's mother's memorial service will be today at three o'clock at New Walnut Park Congregation, uh, and I'm I'm certain that his family would appreciate as much support from our congregation as we can give him on that. Today is also Pastor Appreciation Day, so I think it's only appropriate. Mickey says it really is Pastor Appreciation. I'm not just making this up. You're not embarrassing me up here, right, Mickey? Okay, so how about a round of applause for the pastors? <laughs> well, that was kind of embarrassing, but thank you. Um, I, can't, I can't be embarrassed. My wife says I can't be embarrassed. That might be true. Uh, we do have, I think that is our announcements. We nope. do, nope. You forgot me. <laughs> that's that's I, the Laura that you wrote down. That wasn't Shauna, that was okay. 
Um, I just wanted, I just received a phone call from my dad about 15 minutes ago, so I answered because he doesn't call on Sunday mornings. Um, for those of you who don't know, my father is um, the apostle over the, um, he has India as one of his areas, and they were, if you're not aware, they were hit by a cyclone on Friday. Um, he has not been able to uh, physically make contact with any church members yet, but the area that it hit, we have about 100 congregations and um, thousands of church members in that area that was directly hit, um, so they don't know about loss of life at this point, but um, they are assured that there is a lot of um, loss of animals and crops and um, houses completely devastated. So he's just asking um, church in general for, of course, all of the people of India, but um, to please keep the church members of India in your prayers as they, um, as our church, as World Church tries to make contact with them and as they start the rebuilding process. Thank you, Laura. Now it's, it's time for recognizing our birthdays. As many of you know, probably most of you know, the, the uh, money that we collect on birthday Sundays goes to the Johnson County Christmas Bureau. And this particular Sunday each year is one they greatly look forward to because, because there's a really large contribution because of many years that Bruce Rodgers has put in. It is Bruce and Bruce today. Also, Bruce and Bruce and Bruce and Bruce Johnson County Christmas Bureau. Very happy. I don't have that much money. <laughs> uh, Saria is Douglas's birthday is today. Nathan Hansen's birthday is today. Tiffany West's birthday is today. We're not doing very good. Kevin's birthday is today. We got Kevin here. Rachel Yamans is not here today. Ben Gladowski is away at college. So I'm going to offer a birthday prayer. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to uh, share the joy and laughter with our birthday celebrants, and we, we are so appreciative of the gifts that they bring to our congregation, and we ask that you watch over them today and throughout their years. We appreciate them, and we praise you in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. And with that, we are going to reconvene our business meeting, and we are going to sing hymn number 234, oh, 274, okay, uh, you should be familiar with this hymn.
we continue our morning together, I'd like to turn our attention to our section of the service where we have the opportunity for our generous response, or what we call our disciples' generous response. This morning, in the first half of our business meeting, we approved our budget for 2019. Um, and, of course, it's real easy to say we're going we're gonna to spend this money. The harder part is actually to have the money to spend, and that's what we have an opportunity to do now. I'd like to share a scripture with you that is from Psalms, but it is also in our our journey companion uh, for this week. It's our weekly focus scripture, and I would like to use that as our uh, scripture for our disciples' generous response. Let the morning bring me words of your unfailing love, for I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go, for to you I entrust my life. Would the uh, ushers please come forward? Lord, we have put our trust in you as we as a congregation have made decisions regarding the business portion of the church. And part of that trust is a trust in the faithfulness and the response of your people here in Olathe. And I thank you for that faithfulness. I thank you for that response, and I thank you for that trust, and I ask that you Bless us as we move forward with our call to be faithful stewards of what you have given us. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good morning. Great to be with you. Um, on behalf of all the evangelists, uh, Michael is here uh, with myself today representing the, the core of evangelists that are working with you as we go through this time of, of blessing. But for uh, Chris and Bob and Greg as well, I uh, want you to know um, we are being blessed by you as we go through this process, as we uh, contemplate the responsibility that is ours to uh, share with you. And uh, we simply uh, appreciate so much your willingness to dive in and to seek the preparation that you are, are seeking as we go through this time. Uh, I, I have to kind of chuckle a little bit as we move into our second week and we have the word trust because if Tom's ever struggled with anything, it's probably been trust. The whole of my life is this kind of, uh, well, you see it probably in, a, in, your, in your companion book. I think today's has a chart, things I've turned over to God and trust, things I have not. The things I have not is a long list, you know. Um, 
and, and I see some smiles on some faces, and, and maybe uh, you're acknowledging that, that um, this is an area for you as well. Uh, it, it, it's a process. I don't, I don't think very many, many of us ever simply come to a point when it's just all done. It wasn't there one day, and the next day it's 100% trust. This is more of a process. This is the walk. This is the journey that we are all making in some ways to extend to God his due, really, that we should trust him. I, <clears throat> I probably, and like many of you, um, those things that I feel like I've trusted, I've really kind of weighed and measured, assessed, and said, okay, I think I could do that after I've considered what I can do. Some years ago, probably you know, 15 or 20 years ago, I had a really interesting experience. I was, I was really in contemplation about something that was before me, that was a, a possibility. And I was having this argument with myself as to whether or not it should go a certain way. And I finally looked and said, hey, God, the ledger looks like this. It just doesn't look like this matches up. And God shared with me through his spirit a question. He said, Tom, when are you going to do something that isn't possible for you alone to do. Kind of whacks you right upside the head. When are you going to do something that you cannot do, but that you would really have to put your trust in me? It's changed my life. It has not changed completely. Those things that I still hold on to and want to guard, want to weigh and measure, want to be safe before moving out. But there have been those times when I've said yes to a spirit that really says, I don't know. I'm not sure. And folks, I've come to understand that I think it is a myth that trust isn't accomplished are accommodated with fear. Fear rides right alongside of trust. We are only trusting when we really are somewhat fearful, have some trepidation about what it is we're called to do. Doubt accompanies trust. If you don't think so, you don't have to believe me. Believe someone who is a lot more believable. He's a guy named Moses. <clears throat> And in Exodus, Moses is having this tremendous experience. He has climbed up on a, on a mountain and he sees a bush on fire that isn't consumed. And he is told by the voice of God to take off his sandals for the ground he is on is holy ground. And then God says something to Moses. He says, Moses, I've seen the plight of my people in Egypt. I've heard their cries. And Moses, I'm going to do something about it. And up to that time, this had been a great adventure. This had been pretty good for Moses. And then God comes with these words. So now, go. I'm sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. I have a feeling that didn't feel very good to Moses. Pretty excited about God saying, I'm going to do this. But when he finds out, and hey, Moses, it's on your shoulders. It's for you to do. And what Moses says... These are the words of Tom Arnold as well. Who am I? 
Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? Who am I that I should accept the responsibility of teaching a Sunday school class? Who am I that I should lead the PTA at our elementary school? Who am I that I should go out and start my own business when I really have no background in that? Who am I that should give more than I've ever given before because I just think my heart is going that way? Who am I is the first phase of trust. If you are standing on that chasm, if you've started this great adventure, but now something is there and there is something between you and that next destination, and it's simply a chasm, this is where trust enters in, folks. May it be a spirited adventure this week as we learn and seek to do more. To do more than what you alone can do. God does his greatest work when you are unable, but you are in this for him. May you be blessed this week. May I be blessed this week. May we not only say, who am I, but may we hear the answer that Moses heard. I will be with you. That is the God of the universe speaking to each one of you today. I will be with you. Thank you very much, Tom. We will now continue in our formal business meeting as uh, Shane Adams will present our consideration for the land sale proposal. Thank you. Uh, as a point of, um, of privilege, that's a, that's a term, right? Uh, I'm going to put forward a motion uh, before we go into the consideration of the land sale, and I'd like, I'm gonna put the, the motion up on the screen. Uh, you guys won't have this. Uh, I'll explain it here in a second, but in the spirit of community of Christ, belief in common consent, and on behalf of the pastorate and the leadership team with respect to their desire to protect the congregational body and ensure a sense of unity, I move that for the upcoming motion to be presented to the body, regarding the sale of undeveloped land owned by Olathe Community of Christ should only be approved by a two-thirds majority of the voting body. This motion is only valid for the approval of the sale of undeveloped land considered this day, October 14th, 2018. Can I get a second? Aaron Gill. Uh, I'm gonna speak to this just briefly. This is a motion that was developed in concert with the leadership team. Um, it was uh, something that uh, was brought to this, to this process very early on, that there was a belief that this is a large uh, undertaking that we are considering, a large, uh, a large consideration that we are thinking about doing. And we believe that uh, it is imperative that we express a two-thirds majority uh, on the upcoming uh, vote. So. I'm, uh, is there anybody else that would like to speak to that? I had heard before that we were going to use this and I wasn't prepared to speak to it, but I think that, I don't think we should do this. Uh, it has been custom and the church that anything is approved by a majority of one uh, is an expression of common consent. Uh, raising the bar to two-thirds, I don't think it gives full expression uh, to what's before the, con the congregation and the congregation's will. I think it sets a bar. Uh, it also sets a precedent in my mind that I don't think that we can 
ascribed to simply one decision, but it simply has to apply to every decision that we make in the future. Uh, otherwise, it appears that we've, we've made this arbitrarily. So I would vote against this and just stick with a tradition of majority plus one. Thanks, Greg. Dave, can you speak into the microphone? Um, what is the voting body? I mean, is that the people that are here today? Is that? Yes, the, the voting body is the membership that is here today uh, in the seats. If you are a member, a baptized member of this congregation, you are voting. Um, that vote will be taken via a secret ballot. Uh, I don't know if that helps or if is, the, is any, it, does that answer your question? It, it does. It just seems that when we don't have a large participation today, I, I don't know the fair way to do it, but it, it seems like it's not a full representation. Okay. Uh, thank you, Dave. Um, the church administrator's handbook on any congregational uh, conference, which is, I guess, what this is, indicates that a group of six or more is considered a quorum. Um, I, I acknowledge what you're saying from uh, that this may not be representative of the ent entirety of the congregation. So thank you for that. Anyone else like to speak to this? All right. Seeing no other uh, comments, I'm going to take a vote on this motion. Uh, again, this 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 motion is. Uh, that the vote that we will take uh, here in a moment, or in a, in a bit, will, will only pass with a two-thirds majority. All of those in favor of it being a two-thirds majority, raise your hand, please. That's 32 in favor. Those opposed? Seventeen, 17 opposed. The motion passes. <clears throat> yeah, the, there, trust me, that was not done without a spirit of irony. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to move on to the, the, and I realize that this is small, and so uh, there is a copy of this in the packet that was given beforehand. I'm going to read uh, the following motion, and then we will, what's that? Does anybody need a packet? Oh, looks like everybody's got one. Okay. Junie needs a packet. Okay. All right. Um, whereas the Olathe Community of Christ has been approached by MBL Development Company to purchase the vacant 4.23 acres of land behind the church to be developed into 48 units of affordable senior housing, and whereas MBL Development has offered $420,000 to purchase the land, and whereas the Olathe Congregation has had the land appraised and it has been determined that MBL development offer, Development's offer is fair and in order, and whereas the congregation determined through a survey that 100% of responders were open to the selling of the vacant 4.23 acres of land, and whereas MBL development has agreed on a, to a refundable contingency of $5,000 once the sale has been approved by the congregation, and whereas the Olathe congregation will, de will determine the long-term use of proceeds through the budget process and with approval from World Church leadership, and whereas the congregation determined through a survey of the members that based on this God-given increase that 40% of the proceeds uh, of the sale should be donated to Bridge of Hope to support the financial security of the world church, therefore be it resolved that the Olathe Community of Christ will sell the undeveloped parcel of 4.23 acres 
to MBL development for $420,000 and donate $168,000 to the World Church Bridge of Hope and local proceeds equaling $252,000 would be approved for usage by the congregation after further discussion and prayer by the members and leadership. Can I have a second on this motion? Mark Vince. Uh, I now open the floor for discussion. Um, I would ask, I have a couple of, uh, listen to the other side when debating motions, focus on issues, not personalities, avoid questioning motives, be polite. Uh, those are Robert's rules, so I'm gonna open it up for discussion. I promised my wife I would say um, I just, I have not seen this before. I knew the, what it was, but I think on the last line where it says uh, approved for usage by the congregation after further discussion and prayer, it has to be further discussion, prayer, and action by the members. I'm sorry, say that. It, it says after further discussion and prayer, but it has to say after further discussion, comma, prayer, and action by the members and leadership. Um, I think that that is addressed in that it is approved, that, that the, the, the funds are, are approved by usage, they're approved for usage. So uh, local proceeds equally will be approved for usage by the congregation. That action would be in, in that approval. My, that, would be my, that would be my assumption, but I, I may be wrong in, in stating that. If, if, that's, if that's the general understanding and everybody agrees to that, then I don't have a problem with it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Could I? Uh, yeah, go ahead, Fran. I'm a changed man. <laughs> I'm more humble than ever. Uh, I think Al gave a speech when we were gone that I didn't, wasn't privy to, but in essence, I think what I heard was that he said this is not the most important thing that we have to deal with. Um, <clears throat> we were going round and round about percentages and what is a good percentage for the world church and what is a good percentage for us. If I understand the policy I read, what we decide here as far as the 40% or not really has, is a moot point. In the end, even though they may be, those funds that we receive may be in our, at our disposal, the bishopric still has the right to come if times get really hard and say, look, You've got money in this fund. We could use it. Am I incorrect? Is that right, Steve? So whether we decide to give... The, the, the answer is that yes, that is correct. So in essence, we're really splitting hairs. If the church wanted to badly, if the bishoprics wanted to badly enough because times got so hard, and that's, that's possible. If it's not used, it's the world churches. It's not this group of people who worked so very, very hard and, and sacrificed to buy this land and build this church. So that's been kind of a gestalt for me. It really doesn't make a difference. Define gestalt. Um, I, so, yeah, in, in, in my humble, very humble opinion. Um, the question I have, though, is, is this a God-given increase only? I mean, I, why was that put in there? I mean, I, th I think it's, I mean, we're, all our blessings are God-given. <laughs> I, I don't, is this saying that this, that we are giving because God gave us this money we're gifting it to the church when, in fact, it's theirs. So I don't see this 
I see this kind of like, let's assume we're not at church. Let's assume we make hamburgers. Let's assume we're a McDonald's. And you've got to, in McDonald's, you have to pay the franchise fee, right? Well, guess what? This is a franchise fee. True? Is that incorrect? <laughs> if it's required? I, I'm the chair, so I can't speak to it. But I... Okay, so anyway, I'm just saying, I'm okay. I want to sell the land, okay? I was the guy that made the motion originally to buy the land. I'm the guy that's willing to say, it was a, I thought it was a great piece of land then. I think it was a great piece of land now. I think we're getting a competitive price. And as one of my colleagues back here said, congregation members or whatever we call uh, if we don't sell it, the church could ultimately sell it themselves. So we're really voting as a congregation, and our vote is probably going to be to sell the land, as I've seen the, some of the voting that's been going on. So anyway, for me, that was kind of my gestalt. And if it's already the churches, it remains the churches, and it's protocol that we're even voting. Thank you. Thank you, friend. Motion to the question. I have a second. Uh, by, the motion to the question was by Ron Traxel. The second was by uh, Mark Bins. Uh, that will require. Hold on. My Robert's Rules cheat sheet. Uh, move to the question. Thank you. Thank you, Parliamentarian. Majority vote. Those who are. That, so the. The, what, we are, what we are voting on right now is are we ready to vote? Uh, a simple uh, up and down, a simple up and down. Uh, those in favor of being ready to vote, raise their hand. Those opposed, carries. So we will now um, vote on the motion uh, above here. Um, there, so we're gonna, we have uh, three people who are going to hand out the ballots. Um, Can you make sure the people in the nursery get ballots too? Yes, we will make sure that people in the nursery also get ballots. <laughs> no, 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 we, 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 just, we just passed the, we passed the, Okay. So, uh, just in the just in the interest of filling the time, I'm gonna uh, read the motion one more time. Whereas the community of Christ, Olathe Community of Christ, has been approached by MBL Development Com Company to purchase the vacant 4.23 acres of land behind the church to be developed into 48 units of affordable senior housing. And whereas MBL Development has offered $420,000 to purchase the land, and whereas the Olathe Congregation has had the land appraised, and it has been determined that MBL Development's offer is fair and in order, and whereas the congregation determined through a survey that 100% of responders were open to selling the land, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, sorry, uh, were open to selling the vacant 4.23 acres of land, and whereas MBL Development has agreed to a refundable contingency of $5,000 once the sale has been approved by the congregation, and whereas the Olathe congregation will determine the long-term use of proceeds through the budget process and with approval from World Church leadership, and whereas the congregation determined through a survey of the members that based on this God-given increase that 40% of the proceeds of the sale should be donated to Bridge of Hope to support the financial security of the World Church. Therefore, be it resolved that the Olathe Community of Christ will sell the undeveloped parcel of 4.23 acres to MBL Development for $420,000 and donate $168,000 to World Church Bridge of Hope and local proceeds equaling $252,000 
will be approved for usage by the congregation after further discussion and prayer by the members and leadership. That is the yes or no that is being voted on uh, approval or disapproval uh, on your secret ballot. So, oh yeah, um, Bruce Ryder, Dave Talcott, and Cheryl Kraft will be uh, counting the votes on behalf of the congregation, uh, and the ballots are being collected currently. While we're waiting on the uh, counting of the ballots, we're going to record a podcast. <laughs> Anyone want to do that? I could sing a few bars. Do we know 25? No, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think we know 25. Good try, though. How about, how about minutes, so I'm going to take another point of privilege here, and I'm going to read this week's focus story for uh, our uh, blessing companion right here. Um, this story is about trust. Often, when he came to visit, my grandfather would bring me a present. 
These were never the sorts of things that other people brought, dolls and books and stuffed animals. My dolls and stuffed animals had been gone for more than half a century, but many of my grandfather's gifts are with me still. Once he brought me a little paper cup. I looked inside it expecting to see something special. It was full of dirt. I was not allowed to play with the dirt. Disappointed, I told him this. He smiled at me fondly. Turning, he picked up the little teapot from my doll's tea set and took me to the kitchen where he filled it with water. Back in the nursery, he put the little cup on the windowsill and handed me the teapot. If you promise to put some water in the cup every day, something may happen, he told me. At the time, I was four years old and my nursery was on the sixth floor of, the apartment, of an apartment building in Manhattan. This whole thing made no sense to me at all. I looked at him dubiously. He nodded with encouragement. Every day, Nishumale, he told me. And so I promised. At first, curious to see what would happen, I did not mind doing this. But as the days went by and nothing changed, it got harder and harder to remember to put water in the cup. After a week, I asked my grandfather if it was time to stop yet. Shaking his head no, he said, every day, Nishumale. The second week was even harder. I became resentful of my promise to put water in the cup. When my grandfather came again, I tried to give it back to him, but he refused to take it, saying simply, every day, Nishumale. By the third week, I began to forget to put water in the cup. Often, I would only remember only after I had been put to bed and would have to get out of bed and water it in the dark. But I did not miss a single day. And one morning, there were two little green leaves that had not been there the night before. I was completely astonished. Day by day, they got bigger. I could not wait to tell my grandfather, certain that he would be as surprised as I was. But of course, he was not. Carefully, he explained to me that life is everywhere, hidden in the most ordinary and unlikely places. I was delighted. And all it needs is water, Grandpa? I asked him. Gently, he touched me on top of my head. No, Nishimule, he said. All it needs is your faithfulness and trust. The motion has passed uh, by a vote of 63 to 1. At this time, I'm going to invite uh, Tom Arnold to come up and uh, offer a prayer. Heavenly Father, we stand as a blessed people. What an opportunity it is to be part of a community that is led by you, but that we have voice and vote in. How wonderful it has been for the experience of the people of Olathe to recognize today blessings that occurred many years ago people whose voice perhaps is not even with us today, but foresight and stewardship now bring about a wonderful gift to them and many others. This is the work of your kingdom. This is the work that we are called to, to labor in, to rejoice in, to fellowship in, to hear each other's voice, whether they are voices of dissent or agreement, that they be valued, that they be listened to, that they be encouraged. Thank you for the church that stands on the foundation of Jesus Christ that is blessed by your hand even when we get it wrong 
even when we stumble, even when we lack the trust and the faith. We are told that you do not walk crooked paths, Lord, and indeed you do not. And so let us rejoice for all that is ours, what not only has been, but what is yet to come. Give to us a sense of stewardship for our day. Give to us a sense of vision for those that will come behind us. Give to us a sense of resolve that says, here am I, send me, in Jesus' name, amen. At this time, I invite a motion to adjourn the meeting. Bruce Ryder, second. Gene Dexter. All in favor of adjourning the meeting, raise your hand. All opposed? The meeting is adjourned.